if you're just tuning in, we're podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communication in Chicago. This is Ann Friends on WBB3. Um, the Museum of Broadcast Communication uh, has a new exhibit called Stay Tuned Rock on TV, now through April 2020. Artifacts included in Stay Tuned Rock on TV uh, stage designs from the Beatles' appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. Which is really, it's it's like one sign. It's really interesting. I liked it, yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Kimmy, have you seen anything from the exhibit? Anything particularly riveting? They also have some more design stage works. I think from TRL is out there. Get a chance to check that out. Yes. Um, and uh, they also have numerous items related to Saturday Night Live and their musical guests out there. Yeah. Which is great since we recently lost the Saturday Night Live exhibit. So they were gracious to give us a couple things from that. It keeps it alive. Would you believe that was two exhibits ago? Right. Also, uh, the return of the Chicago TV gallery with Bozo, Garfield, Goose, Svenguli, and more. Bozo's back! That's right. Uh, just visit museum.tv. And Friends is up next, but first take a listen to this other fine Opie show. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. When Michelle and I were having some issues having babies, oh, I would have to you go... sure you want to share this? Sure, why not? So, so I would go to fertility clinics, and certain body fluids of mine had to be examined. So those body fluids had to come out of my body somehow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know where so, you're going with this one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, go to a room, yeah. and everybody uh, knows what that room is for. <laughs> you know, there's magazines there, so you do what you're supposed to do, right? Right, exactly. But then, like, okay, what is the appropriate amount of time I need to wait in this room? <laughs> because you go in there, it takes you 35 seconds. Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits <laughs> Podcast Network. The nurse gave me a cup, and I looked at her and I said, that's going to take me like six months to fill that up. <laughs> Radiomisfits.com. Let's do it. The following is the Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is And Friends. Woo! That's right. Let's do it again. And Friends. Woo! I feel like a dog howling. <laughs> Woo! That's actually the And Friends call, Woo! patented. Ooh. Yeah. We're going to get whistles made. It just does it whenever you blow in. A whistle that goes Ooh. woo? Woo! It could. It's like a, it's like a, like a slide whistle pushed all the oh. way out. I think there is one almost. When, if you hit the train one just right, or if it's messed up, it makes like a whoo. Oh. Yeah, like the train ones. Yeah. I like train whistles. I, I wish like they weren't them. made of wood because they feel weird in my mouth. They have train whistles made out of metal. Really? Yeah. I want one. I know you like metal in your mouth. Give me that for my birthday. What else do you like, Tommy? Uh, well... I do like uh, the new Pokemon games, I'll tell you that. Spent 12 hours straight on, on the that. Switch? Uh-huh. Yeah, nice. It's half the reason I bought a Switch. It's just, Did you just get the Switch? No, I, I got it I got it last year because mm. um, I wanted to play Super Smash Bros. That's the other half of the reason that you buy a Switch. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a Pokemon and Smash Bros. machine. Yeah. Um, and Animal Crossing. Oh, I'm very excited for Animal Crossing. Yeah. I'm also, I'm glad that I finally got some sleep last night because I did not the night before, just stayed up instead. Jesus. As my roommate got home from class, I was like, whoop, this is hour 12, I should probably take a break. <laughs> All right, Kimmy, uh, who are you? 
Who am I? Wow, that is a deep question. <laughs> Copyright. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah. Dang it, dude. <laughs> well, it's a deep question. I'm I'm Kimmy, obviously. I like only the first 10 minutes of Ghost Adventures when it's the history part, not the bullshit. Like the educational. Yeah. Because I spent the day like watching Ghost Adventures. But to be honest, I only paid attention to the beginning. And then after that, I stopped and did other stuff and then came back when it was a new episode. So... Oh, and often, if you find a photo booth, I will take a photo in it, no matter what. I will force you to take a photo in there with me. Huh. So if we ever go anywhere where the photo booth is at, we're taking a photo, guys. Just can never be anywhere that a photo booth is. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I hate photo booths. Reminds what? me of prom. Oh. They had those at prom? I went to my prom. I, well, See, I we had like fake ones where it was just like a person that did it. And not like a photo booth where you just like you make the ugliest ones and it has the worst lighting. It's a cardboard box and somebody's just sitting there behind a wall with a oh. <laughs> Slide the five dollars in, feels like someone's grappling it instead of it just calmly going inside. You definitely hear a guy going, <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> and and who are you, Sammy? I'm Sam. I like Foursquare. And uh, the people who hand out free carpool app ride tickets. When you say Foursquare, do you mean the app or the game on the playground? That's I was thinking. thinking of the app, but I remembered the game when I said it. I love that I, game, man. I was I so it. good at it. Mm-hmm. Is that the game with the ball when you stand in a square? Uh, yeah, there's four squares. <laughs> I, I'm genuine. I genuinely don't remember. How do you not remember? Literally, the name is I Four do, Square. Do I look like I was the sports kid? <laughs> no, <laughs> but Samuel. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, but you look like you were the champion of sports in elementary school. No, uh, I was not as bad at them comparatively uh, as I would be later because, you know, everyone else continued to gain athletic ability and muscle mass, and I remained uh, exactly where I was in elementary yeah. school. So I went from, like, well, he's here and he's trying to, well, he's here. Yeah. Yeah, I think all of us do not seem like we've done sports. Well, I quit after I slid on my face in third grade after Ooh. playing kickball. Mm. See, well, I did once. cheerleading, but apparently that's considered yeah. not a sport. Oh, it's so athletic, It though. is. Yeah. I get I mad, but I stop arguing now. I have a lot of respect for cheerleaders. I have friends who do that. So you have respect for me? I mean, I did it only until a high no, school. No, I had respect for you oh, uh, when shit. you were cheerleader. I no longer respect you. Yeah, he has respect for a past self. Can I bring up banked respect and like bring it to the future now? I mean, if you want to cash it in at any point, you can, but I will no longer respect past you. Hey, uh, Kimmy, why don't you bring us to the present with the news? Covering the news from around the world to your backyard, it is time for the news. Um, the first one is, so, have you guys seen a lot of these gender reveals that have been happening? Like, the yeah. blowing up of things? I'm so tired of it. Yeah. Well, it's like the new thing. The, the newest one, which is, didn't, nothing blew up, minus... This girl's butt because oh, she I farted. Saw, yep. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. She farted. She's a YouTuber. Her name is Paige Jin, and she decided to do a gender reveal by sitting on her ground, ass out, and farting out. Hey Tommy, um, if if you have um the article up, do you wanna do you wanna play it so the audience can hear the fart? <laughs> people watching it there yeah. were there are oh. multiple people in the room and there's a woman holding exactly the kind of dog you expect <laughs> oh they did they pan over i didn't watch the rest of the tweet did they pan over to people yeah. it's a six second tweet you didn't have time for that the concentration in her face when she did it like 
that took a lot. How did she get it up there? Also, how did she know the exact moment that she like was definitely going to fart? Because sometimes I can't calculate a fart. Do you think she just had the camera running for a little while? She might have. I mean, a little while. A little. I don't know what it was. Oh, it's a tweet. No, I know. I don't know what the baby was. The baby was blue. Oh. So it's a boy. The baby was blue? The baby was blue. Is, is it ba- alive? <laughs> the baby came out of her ass and it's alive. I guess not really alive. I mean, it can really be considered alive until it's already out. It's like a, it's like a parasite yeah. at most mm. until it's born. We're going in a rocky direction. I also wonder if now her poop is going to be blue because I don't know how I far sure she's stuck up there. I hope not. I don't also, think Also, was it like a little pill or did she just put powder? I'm pretty sure this is just like some kind of blue. Oh, you know what? She probably didn't even put it up there. She probably just put a whole bunch of powder on her butt. You know? That's what I was just thinking. Powder that. Tommy's not enjoying this conversation at all. I'm just like, I'm just picturing somebody going like, finally, the content I've been waiting to masturbate to. Also, I have a connection with this that I am going to talk to you guys about too. Oh, you have a connection to this? Yeah. What you you shoved up your ass? (laughs) Right. Not personal, but it's another, it's another little connection involving a gender reveal, but also Disney. Well, what, what was it? So you know the Lion King, right? Yeah. And while looking for gender reveal stories, just see if there's anything else more, um, I found one of a tweet this guy did. His name is David. I'm not even going to pronounce it. David Arlick. Arlick. He tweeted saying, can't believe it took him 25 years to realize that the Lion King opens with a gender reveal party. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know what the gender is going to be for like, you know, little cubs and stuff. So it's just kind of like they had him up there with his... Junk hanging out and just showed it off to the whole freaking. Yeah, they probably even wrote the name of the gender on his forehead with that melon. Yeah, that's what it was. All right. All right. I have I have another one more story for you. This one doesn't involve toilet humor, so that'll make you feel better. But it does involve a man who strangled his sister to death because he believed his chicken dinner was possessed by Satan. Satan. Huh. I feel like we're throwing the word believed in there like we're not believing him. That's true. I definitely believe him. I, for one, believe victims. And I don't... Wait, are you saying he's a victim of possession? I mean, he was told to do this by Satan and his Buddhist leader, apparently. What? Yeah, it says he later told the police that he killed his 35-year-old sister because he was told to do so by Satan and his Buddhist leader. I, that's two mm. different things in my mind, but mm. his Buddhist leader or Satan's Buddhist leader, because <laughs> the, the syntax yeah. on this brings up questions. You know what? That's true because maybe Satan was going through a thing. You know, he's going through a little bit of a slump, so he goes and finds a little bit of like that enlightenment, and his yeah. Buddhist leader comes up and says, "Hey, look, you got to convince a guy to kill a chicken." Buddhism has a lot to offer. Yes, even to Satan. I would like to say that this whole story does not go into detail on his Buddhist leader, but more on just <laughs> Satan and everything. So it's kind of like scratch the Buddhist leader. Yeah, We're just gonna throw that, that out, confuse people. I feel like that should be really investigated. <laughs> like that's it. Really seems like the bigger question. That is a human being who physically told this man in his uh, in his testimony that that he should kill his sister, and we're talking about the chicken. <laughs> They're Who he claims did it. The, the only thing they're talking about is that apparently he was talking to the chicken on his plate and that Satan whispered into his ears and was telling him to do this well, act. He was talking to his chicken before Satan talked to him? I, well, he was talking to his chicken because it was Satan. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. he was, you know, I'd imagine he'd be going for a bite. He's like, oh, you're going in my tummy now. And the chicken's like, kill him. 
you like that you like that one you like the imagery like i like i like the imagery of a of a chicken wing telling me to murder yeah yeah but would you still eat the chicken if it was saying like screw it i'm just gonna eat satan like that if you're hungry right i have done what god could not <laughs> i've done what he has told me and my buddhist leader so i might as well just eat yeah it. that's also like two different things isn't it right yeah i don't think buddhism has satan i don't think so well I'm trying to think about it. I don't know if there's a direct equivalent. To Satan or to Buddhism? To Satan in Buddhism. Because I'm just like, I feel like there's similar figures in pretty much all of religion. I just don't think it's as major in yeah, I don't th- a non-monotheistic. No, Buddhism, is, not monothe- Buddhism mono- is non-theistic. They don't have a big dude they worship in the sky. Big yeah, that's why I said non-monotheistic. Because yeah. we're monotheistic, so we have to have like the thesis and antithesis. Yeah, but you have to say non-theistic because there's also polytheistic religions. Yeah, I mean, I just it's just that Satan is pretty core in being since we are a monotheistic thing. So I'm like, in general, in non-monotheistic things, Satan is not as direct allegory in other things. This one, of course, being non-theistic, is non-monotheistic. Ergo, they don't have the uh, the direct antithesis to any sort of monotheistic figure, such as uh, such as Christians, God. Thank you for that lesson in um, that religion. Was, I guess. I mean, you got that all so. down, right? Uh, as long as it's not on a test, we're good. Okay, you've thought about this. <laughs> It's a long way to get to, uh. (laughs) So apparently he was uh, sentenced, uh, or they're still sentencing him. They mainly talk a lot about the fact that he apparently has paranoid psychosis and is mentally ill, which you would... I guess that would add up. That's fun. That's fun? That's fun. That is fun. That's an interesting day at the court. Imagine being like the judge for this. How would you just be like, ah, okay, so you were told to kill your sister because of a chicken that was Satan. It seems like an easy one, but I bet you the judge thought about it for a little bit. I think that it's important that we don't say a chicken told you because this isn't a live chicken. Yeah, it's chicken dinner. Yeah, this is just chicken wings on this dude's plate coming up and going red rum like it's yeah. it's well, this is interesting when yeah. they cooked it the heat brought satan into the chicken the heat because satan is like did, from hell did one they, degree too far you got to be careful did they bring the chicken in for evidence was it on the witness stand did they put holy water on it yes that's a great question <laughs> how is it going to testify otherwise you just need to pour holy water bathe it in it see if it burns satan burns right with holy water i know demons and like vamp vampires do well that depends on your representation of vampires oh god really. are we gonna can i get a history I mean, lesson um, well do we are they truly an undead creature or are they their own species it depends it depends on what universe you're in <laughs> i'll go with that one more all right. That's what I was saying, just shorter. <laughs> you were going to take another five minutes to describe something. I was done. <laughs> uh, Why don't you take us somewhere where it makes more sense? Oh, uh, yes, Florida. Hi, it's Rick. <laughs> and I'm Dave. From Minutia Men. And here is What's Wrong With You, Florida on And Friends. What's wrong with you, Florida? Hey, wait a second. We do this bit. This, uh, this week's theme is the law in Florida. Who upholds the law, who uses the law, and more importantly, what is the law? These are their stories. Dun dun! Uh, Florida man wears F the police shirt in court and wins the case. 
Oh, that's kind of awesome, though. Right? You got to give him credit for being that confident that he's yeah. just like, I know that I'm winning this case, so this will be fun. Exactly. Well, apparently it was the police broke uh, like a fun gathering up that they were doing. And then later while he was leaving the gathering, one of them tailed him and arrested him. Why? Because fuck the police, I guess. So then he wore, wore it in court and they got acquitted. Well, yeah. it sounds like he didn't do anything wrong. Ergo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel like they just wasted everyone's time. Like, why are we in court? Why are we doing this? He didn't do anything. To show off his shirt. I would have been pissed at the officer. I think he was very pissed at the officer. <laughs> I believe that's why he wore the shirt. Yes. So, if you're not following the theme, that was the who upholds the law, right? Uh, now, it's who uses the law... She failed her bar exam. She started a law firm anyway. Now she's facing prison. Uh, Florida woman has a law degree, but she twice failed to pass the Florida bar exam. She didn't let that stop her from pretending to be a lawyer. Uh, apparently, after months of graduating law school, uh, she didn't pass the bar, but she registered two law firms in the state division of corporations. What was she was she public about this? Was she having people walk in and just being like, listen, I didn't pass the bar. I'll do it, but I didn't pass the bar. Uh, uh, kind of. Uh, she stole the identities of two of her classmates and had them oh. as the heads for her company and used one of their buildings to host clients. Oh, that's a little, uh, that's further than I expected. Yeah, See, she used their, she used, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I was just thinking this was had a community feel when that guy Jeff in it was like he was a lawyer but he didn't actually have a license oh for yeah. It. yeah but then when you say this part where she used her classmates i'm like well at least he wasn't that messed up yeah she she used their social security numbers and the personal banking information for multiple lines of credit how did like i don't think any of my friends have ever seen my social security card or number so how i don't understand you really shouldn't share it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why you're going it, around. <laughs> but I'm just also like, how how did how does I don't know? Did she just snoop their house? I don't know. It's more fun to share other people's. You know, I know Samuel's. Ooh, yes. What is my over. social security number? I do know the last four. What is it? I've heard you say the last four on the phone. When? Last week. Can you say it? Six. I don't know. <laughs> if you want to share your social security number, please DM and friends pod on Instagram. We won't tell anyone. Just start a new law firm with it. Uh, apparently, I, what? I want to edit myself out of this photo and put in a dude with a huge dong. Tommy's uh, so that you're both pointing at it. Tommy's talking about our logo, which is behind us right now, on uh, a TV screen we have in the studio, which should be on our Instagram page right now. I completely disagree. You disagree? I don't want to see a dong while I'm doing this. It would be so funny. It would be funny. You look so just happy with what's there, and Kimmy looks, like, impressed. <laughs> now, by dong, do you mean the word dong or a dong? I, I mean a dude in a banana hammock with a huge penis. <laughs> That's your next assignment. That's my next assignment? <laughs> you can do that. You I can make I will find one. the photo. Uh, I'll check through my uh, my saved photos on my phone. So favorites album. All right. Back to this. One. This is the last one. I know Tommy. Tommy's lost. He's he's like I'm done. That was just, like a squirrel moment where it's just like squirrel. Hey, it's I want to see photo a, behind me. I want to look I've, at I've I want to look at a penis. That's, that's pretty much. He that, got that was dick that. on the brain. Yeah. 
I've been lost on this concept for like the entirety of this segment, so I just figured I'd share. Again, uh, uh, here's the last one. Off the beat, finger pointing, flap reaches point of no return. I'm gonna read this whole thing. Uh, there is a point in which you can get in trouble for pointing your pointer finger at someone. A 31-year-old Port St. Louis woman apparently reached the point October 19th as she was accused of pointing her right pointer finger at her husband and not stopping, according to the arrest affidavit. Well, did she make her point? Well, uh, the husband pointed out that the Port St. Uh, the Port St. Louis police that he, uh, he and his wife returned home from a party. He said his wife was beyond the point of intoxication, but he evidently didn't belabor the point. That was a stretch. Uh, he said his wife started the argument over the relationship. He tried to leave, though the affidavit did not state whether he expressed concern about the things uh, about things reaching the boiling point or getting to the point of no return or being of the option that quarreling was pointless. Being of the opinion. Thank you. Thank you. Also, it was Port St. Lucie. Do you want to read this? I might do a better job. <laughs> He said his wife uh, got in front of him to stop him from leaving. He alleged his wife kept pointing her right pointer finger at him and would not stop. Meanwhile, the husband's point of view had told the investigators his wife's pointer finger struck him in the left corner of his eye, which perhaps was the turning point of the situation. Maybe that was like a... um... Ah, Shit. What's the word I'm looking for now? Point? No, it's the... Tip? It's like a it's like a really sensitive spot, one of those one of those spots you can hit and it like shuts things down. Pressure point. Thank you. Pressure point. God. <laughs> it didn't oh. have point in it. That would have been so funny. All of them are being used right now. What? <laughs> she had an incident. Uh, she uh, she said the incident never reached the point of physical violence, and she didn't know how her husband got the mark near his eye. Maybe he fell down the stairs. Yeah. Well, at least it could be said that his wife got no brownie points from the police because she was arrested on a battery charge and taken to the jail. Husband also had a miscarriage recently, which was surprising to everyone. But that was well past <laughs> the point. I feel like the word point has been said so much in this. Good eye. You found the joke, Kimmy. <laughs> I'm so done. That's a great segment. You found the joke. <laughs> Is that the whole point of this? Yeah. Yeah, but you win nothing. <laughs> Damn it! You win nothing. Good day, sir. He said I found the joke. I'm a woman. <laughs> you fucked up that reference. It doesn't matter. I'm so much more upset about that. Do now. it. Do it. You do it. Oh. You can't even do it. it was no, you. I know it. I don't want to. It is to. you win nothing. No, it's you get nothing. Okay, you get you nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. You see, he did it. I got him to do it. <laughs> Good job. Look at that. <laughs> Obviously a reference from the uh, 2002 Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You know, the original was going to be called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but it came out too close to Vietnam. So they called it Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because Charlie was something used to mean uh, members of the Viet Cong. Surprisingly enough, Charlie was still in a chocolate factory, except the chocolate factory was mud. Uh, If you like and friends, be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like... Lasano and Friends, an Opie show. 
You can join Tony Lozano and his famous friends for casual, for a casual comedic conversation about everything. Lozano and Friends is an Opie show and is available only on the Radio Misfits podcast network. Great talk radio isn't dead. <laughs> it just moved to a better place. Hey guys, real fast. You uh uh uh. On three, we're all gonna say Tony's last name because I'm curious. Okay, hang on, not on three. It's gonna be one, two, three, bam. You ready? Okay. One, two, three, Bosano. You're not helpful. <laughs> I think Kimmy he's and I both said two different things. He's also had it many times where he's gotten into long conversations between Lasano and Lasano. It's Lasano. I think it. I think you're right. I always say Lasano. I think it should be Lasano because it comes from Alyssa Milano. Yes, and he also says he was never married to Alyssa Milano. Wait, that's how he this got it? This is indeed it? true. Yeah, he is his last name not actually Lasano? No, his, Do you not know his, his real name? His first name's not even Tony. What the hell is his name? His Do name you is, actually not know? No. Have you not seen the diagram? He has a folding piece of paper that explains... His name is Timothy Lozchek, so he combined it with Alyssa Milano and became Tony Lasano. This whole time I thought he was Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the realization Samuel is going through right now. He's just Chicago enough that he has to give a shit where his heritage is. It's, what is it? I was talking, I thought I was talking to an Italian guy. I'm talking to a fucking Polish? <laughs> Jesus. No, it's, no, it does, it's nothing Two to do Two in the same that. room were outnumbered. Oh, uh, God. Wait, are you Polish? Uh, no, but combined with you would make two. Oh, okay. Uh, I yeah. didn't know if you knew I was Polish. So I was like, are you Polish? Really? Too? I was about to have like a moment of excitement. I'm yes. like, Polish. The guy from Maryland I, is Polish. I wasn't going to guess that Kazmarek was a Polish last name. <laughs> also, it's Kazmarek or in Polish, Kaczmarek. I said wow. Kazmarek. You said, uh, you said something a little off there. It was a little bit off. Yes, Mele is definitely not Anglican. It was. Mele. Mele? This spelling of Mele is... Scottish, Scott-Irish, essentially. And then there was an older spelling in France, which is also used on a very popular mustard in France. Uh, we believe we may have some distant claim to mustard fortune. Hmm. Also, real quick. <laughs> Radiomisfits.com. Just wanted to end that out there. Uh, Just wanted to... <laughs> it's an opie show. It was, it was so long. It's a, such a long tangent. We're halfway through the show. Show's run 54 now. I think I think we're okay. <sighs> as long as we don't get off any more squirrel moments from Tommy here. That squirrel moment we, was magical. You know what, though? <laughs> the one with the dick, we should go then into sex talk or the sex toy box. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. <laughs> Wouldn't it be neat to have a show where you just randomly said sex talk? Sexy. <laughs> I don't want to think about dicks right now. We're going to go into sex toy box, but you can still think about dicks. How about Disney dicks? Oh, is this the thing where, like, the artists had, to, like, all their stuff is still copyrighted, but, like, they just made porn as a, as a gag? I've seen that, actually. I, I know what you're talking about. That's this hilarious. Is, this is more of 17 of the best sexual innuendos from Disney films. I didn't want to do all 17, because some of them are kind of like, oh, you're, you're kind of funny. Innuendos. If you want to, you can check it out, guys. It's on independent.co. Samuel, what the fuck did you just say? I said innuendos. Innuendos. It's innuendos. Yeah. There's no double D's in there. He said innuendos. I said innuendos. Of the best sexual innuendos. All right. Ding. (laughs) Okay, you guys know Aladdin, right? Yes. So in there, Aladdin and Jasmine's 
during Aladdin and Jasmine's wedding, there is an earthquake prompting the genie to basically say, I thought the earth wasn't supposed to move until the honeymoon. It's like a whole thing where it's like, I'm going to make the like world shake for witness, like to have such good sex. Mm. Um, I've never really watched Ratatouille, so this one's hard for me. What? I don't really care for no. seeing a freaking rat. What? <laughs> it even has Patton Oswalt. Of all people. <laughs> of all people. I'll sorry. never stop quoting the moment of like, I robbed the bank with this thumb. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what's the sex thing? Okay, well, Chef uh, Linguini, I don't know who he is, tells Colette um, that a rat helps him cook in the kitchen. He ha- says, I have this tiny little, little, prompting her to look at his crotch. Wow, HR is going to... The HR at that restaurant is probably having a field day. It's France. It's fine. You would think they what? would have a field day over a rat cooking food. Come on. No, that's health health and services. Yeah. Here's one that I think I guess Tommy would like because during before the show, he talked about Emperor's New Groove. And, um, you know, he says it still holds up. It does. But Kronk literally pitched a tent over his genitals. Does anybody realize that? Yeah. I, I, I know the scene you're talking about. I, I don't know. Squeak him, squeak him. He's sleeping with only a tent over his penis, okay? I think the joke was more that he has a very teeny tiny tent for his very large body, while Yzma has a very, very large tent for her teeny tiny body. But They're both kind of the same size. Maybe they're close in height, but he's, like, massive, and she's, like, scrawny. All right. Yeah, I guess it works. I don't know. No, I like doing a Patrick Warburton impression. <laughs> wow, that was... I like oof. that. Um, the next one is Toy Story 2. Also, another thing to hate me, guys, I do not care for Toy Story. Oh. I have not watched the third one. I have not watched the fourth one. You're not missing a lot. That is Don Rickles plays Mr. Potato Head. Oh, He I, calls a hockey puck a hockey puck. I have two then. One that what? involves Mr. <laughs> Potato Head. First one is in Toy Story 2. Buzz Lightyear, when he sees Jesse, he gets so excited his wings pop out. It's that's, it's kind of like, you that's know. That's a good joke. When guys get yeah. excited, you know. That's whoop. like the eyes coming out of the head. Yeah, yeah, but since he's a toy, it worked with it. Mm. But kids won't understand because, you know. They need to watch The Mask with Jim Carrey when his eyes go. And then the the other Toy Story one is uh, when the villain, Lotso. 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 Again, never seen it. Lotso Huggins Bear. Oh, God. He removed Mrs. Potato Head's lips from her body to stop her from talking. And Mr. Potato Head yells, hey, nobody takes my wife's mouth except me. That's a good one. Do you, do you get that one? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. I read it in Don Rickles' voice. <laughs> It kind of worked. At first when I read it, I was like, what the? Oh, yeah. Hmm. It's a weird phrase of things. And and finally, the last one, because there wasn't too many good ones after this, because Disney tries to at least be somewhat PG. You literally took like five different Pixar movies. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to give a couple examples. I know. There's 17 of them total, Samuel. No, I know. I'm just surprised that mostly Pixar was the better ones and Disney kind of flopped out on it. Yeah. Yeah, the other ones, I was like, I mean, I feel like the Pixar movies are typically more palatable to a wider... I thought the sex toy box would have been nice because it was talking about Disney after Disney Plus just recently came out. and Not sponsored. Yeah, no, not not sponsored. The double Ds. You can't bring up Disney and say anything negative will get shut down. That's true. I feel like if you just... You know, 
Disney has been sneaking its way into my life more and more. Yeah. Everyone. What? All the time. <laughs> no, like, not just that. It's just I know people who work there more, and I just see images there, and it's like now images on social are popping up, like, of, look at Disney now. Well, it's Christmas, and I'm like, I feel like I'm being targeted, and I feel attacked. They're coming for you, Kimmy. I've, if I'm dead, blame Disney. No I offense. mean, are they taking too much? <gasps> uh, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh. Tommy was hit by a Disney dart. Another DD. You really like double Ds. I mean, who dislikes them? Um, tiny people. <laughs> people with back problems. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> they provide back. I actually just talked to a girl last night at a bar who was like talking about her boob surgery to get a deduction. And it was very interesting. She got a deduction I, from her boob surgery? A deduction. <laughs> a tax a deduction? deduction? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> like a deduction of her boobs. Reduction. She didn't have de- reduction. Yeah, yeah, I'm told yes. breast reduction surgeries are actually more common than enhancements. Yeah. That's true. It's because, well, as my dad says... Uh, call back to the chicken story that it's because of the chicken you eat that's why you got some big tatas. I thought it was the milk. Says. That go oh, that too, but it's more the the chicken uh, because the hormones in the chicken. Huh? Yeah, but yeah, the hormones that they give. Well, to chickens, that makes sense. Chickens have big breasts, and they do it with your butt too. Well, cheese it usually also goes to your butt too, but the hormones. This feels like a myth. No, it really is. This is like an urban legend. It's the hormones that are in the chicken. If any scientists, any biologists of any kind listen to the show, please write us at AnnFriendsPod. On Instagram. And Twitter? And Twitter. And Facebook. Well, no. No, we're just AnnFriends on Facebook. Yeah. Is it with an ampersand or without? I never remember. No ampersand. No ampersand. No, just and. Is it capitalized? I don't think it matters. It matters. I'm just kidding. It probably doesn't. Well, if it, yeah, I mean, you can capitalize. I think. I think it's capitalized. Yeah. I think. No, we're not ampersand friends. Hey, we'll be right back. Stick around. I am Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. And on Back to You, our podcast, we do all kinds of things like, how would you describe it? We do nitpicky things sometimes, like how come you got headphones on and I don't? Because I'm the star of the show. Well, see, that's up for uh, debate and deliberation. And uh, a lot of the show is about who gets top billing and last word. Well, we'll find out on the next Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. See ya. Bye. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. An Opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, Blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? And we're back. So, Tommy, do you do you have a wonderful question for us today? Actually, uh, I I sat here and I thought about what kind of question I might want to ask, and I wanted to ask, why do we fight? Like physically, emotionally? I think I don't think any of us have ever fought each other physically. Uh, we could. Is that us or us? Well, I I figure we could take this one how you wanted to take it. I mean, this could be humans. This could be us here, just the three of us. We don't fight. We never fight. We're best friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we haven't fought that much today. 
No, we haven't found much. Oh, no, we were fine today. Yeah. yeah. See, Tommy hasn't pissed me off. He hasn't picked yeah, on me as I much think, today. I think, Tommy, I think I've pissed off Tommy more this episode. He just says things wrong. I Yeah, that's... Words are hard. Yeah, it's called comedy. <laughs> you also said it's a called phrase out, It's called outdated early 20th century comedy. But it's not intentional, so no. Sometimes. You just do... You just... Just doing it wrong. Thanks. <laughs> uh, to answer the other question, why do we fight? Yes, that that's the only question. Um, no, there's more questions in life. Uh, the terri- uh, uh, It's just tribal stuff, man. Just tribal stuff. Yeah, you know, territory, resources, protection, aggression, disagreements. Well, yeah, margarine. I get in a fight loft often about tipping, so I feel like it's opinions that really have it. Is it because you're always leaning? Uh, no, like tip, tipping like money for like, like a waitress, because I have friends that strongly believe that you shouldn't. I don't think that it should. So it gets in a debate because she gets so heated, so there's that fight that happens because she's so strong on her opinion that she's more focused on changing my opinion. I feel like than anything. I think um, which goes into debate. It gets hard once you dig your heels in, and it's just like I'm right and no one else is right. And when you know when the discourse really breaks down and like both sides can't really talk to each other anymore. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Is that a Bill Cosby impression? No, it's from what is it like? Some hand Johnny. I don't remember. That's a really dude. It's a Western movie. It's an outdated. Mm. Cool hand Luke. What? we've got here is failure to communicate. The guy's white. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Why? Hey. Huh. Didn't even go there. It's Jesus. cool handling. You were going. You shut up. I feel like we talked about fighting in some ways, but we didn't talk about fighting physically. Oh, that's true. I don't do that. Well, then you just easily sum that up in freaking one sentence. What about you? Do you fight physically? I have avoided physical violence uh, for for several years now. Wait, I, several as as years. I prefer. Yeah, no. I'm more questioning on what was why why only several years now. Like what happened beforehand? Violent child. I don't believe that. Actually, I do believe that. Now. Somewhere around like tenth grade, I was like realizing a, a a bad pattern there, and I was like, okay, time to nip this. In the bud. So now you just verbally assault people. Yeah, I really mellowed out, but then it became very passive-aggressive, and I just... It's not even passive-aggressive. It's active-aggressive. It's just completely with my words. (laughs) Just became more of an asshole. See, now you went from fighting physically to fighting verbally. Well, more just like trying to... Discourse. Discourse. Hey, Kimmy, we have a special treat for you today in one of our segments. Tommy, would you like to reach underneath your desk and uh, grab one please. of the treats that's on your right side? Oh, I was going to say, please don't bring it. It's part anything. of Taste Testers. We're going to taste something today. Ooh, tasty! <laughs> we knew you've never had one of these before, so we thought we'd all taste it. I haven't had one in a really long time. What Tommy, um... Don't want this. I don't want it either, but we're gonna eat it. <laughs> Wait, then why do I have to eat it? If I've never had it, and you guys are both saying you don't want it, it is a delicious Twinkie, or as I like to call them, Twinkies. You know they concern me, Twinkies, because they were gone. But everyone's like, if apocalypse happened, they would be the only thing that would last. So why does one want to eat something that doesn't 
like expire because it's made by hostess and hostess has the mostest well i've gone so far um 24 years without eating one so why do i need to eat one what because it's taste testers come on i'm I already opened mine <sighs> i mean that's a weird question i want to talk about your question <laughs> my uh, question of why would you want to eat something that doesn't expire it's yeah. more like why would you risk eating something that does when there's something that you know isn't expired all right so we're all going to take a bite on the count of four it wait, looks so uh, greasy in there like it look, wait it's greasy well like look at it it's moist up against oh, the no. wall so is that grease or condensation i it's think it's moist it's, it's just it a, is just a moist cake it's just a moist yeah i really a, would laugh if someone cake. hates the word moist and we just keep saying moist they said the most hated word in the English. Or phrase in the English language is moist floppy flaps. <laughs> moist floppy flaps. It's the most cringe-inducing phrase. Oh, that's, that's the greatest phrase ever. It makes me just want to say it five times fast. Moist right. floppy flaps. Moist floppy flaps. Moist floppy flaps. MFF. Moist floppy flaps. All right, on the count of four, we'll all take a bite. Oh, I don't, I don't even have it open. I don't like cream filling. What type of? I do remember there was a history thing. They used to have banana filling. I think they have a they have banana a whole bunch cream? of different. Yeah, flavors, like the original you know. one was supposed to be, but then they switched to what? Vanilla. It smells oh, wow. like cake batter. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly what it smells. I was trying to place is this it. A, is this just a fucking cake? It smells good. Yeah, it's a little. It smells, smells nice. It's ten individually wrapped cakes. I like that that there's three yeah. holes in the bottom. Like it's somebody a just shoves golden something. sponge cake with creamy filling. That's where they injected the creamy filling. <laughs> Look, that's I just noticed the 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 mascot Twinkie the kid. Yeah, he's a little cowboy. That's oh god! Look at him. He knows he's the worst. Or hey. He, he knows he's disgusting. Yeah, he's a little I sweetheart, though. I just want to rip though. this in half, but I know we have to take a bite out of it. The only Hostess product I really enjoy is the donuts. But donuts? Yeah. I like, um... The, but they always make it look like you did cocaine on your pants because of all the white powder. Yeah. I'll do some of the donuts. Dude. I used to those a lot in, like, the mornings when I travel. Are you ready to try these? Uh, I don't want I mean, all right. let's just keep talking more on different I, things. On the count of four, we'll take a bite. Wait, One. hang on. What do you mean on... Why four? Who the <laughs> fuck says that? Not five, not three. Are you talking about doing a one, two, three now? No, one, two, three, four, bite. What? So we're biting on five, technically. But we're counting no. to four. Bite on four. I'm not playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, bite? No, one, two, three, four, bite. Oh, no, bite God. on four, Kimmy. Don't go with him. <laughs> what if I just bite on five? The complete opposite of everything. We'll all be biting at different times. If you bite on five, you're with him. No. no he's not going on four. I'm counting. Oh, wait. I'm biting on the count of four. She's biting on five, and you're biting on the count of three. Wait, so he's going to count one, two, and then bite? And then you're going to do one, two, three, and No, that bite? would be this, biting on the count of two. You're talking about it wrong. On the count of three would mean on three. <laughs> one, two, three, bite. Bite, yes, exactly. But that's, yeah, that's on the count of three. No. Yes. Because you're counting to three. <laughs> no, on the count of three would be one, two, three. Like then, that—that's when you do it. All right, ready? You ready? I'm ready. One, two, three. Okay, the cake itself is not bad. I don't like mm. this filling. I don't like the filling either. It's so much is the problem. Yeah. Well. It's like when you get one of those, um, like, store-bought cupcakes, and you ate too much of the bottom, and now there's just, like, a pile of icing sitting on a very small amount of muffin. And it's very lukewarm, so it's like... It's that 
never a good temperature. It's, and it's a lemon cake, too. Isn't it? I mean, I'll eat the outside of the cake part. Well, I know. I'm like, I'm enjoying the cake itself. I just don't want that filling. I, you could stick your finger in and just, like, finger it out. Well, you gotta, oh, that's the worst. You gotta, you gotta be ready for the filling, you know? Just a little build-up to the filling, you know? Can I just, like, squeeze it You gotta it prime out? yourself. I'm gonna try squeezing it out, guys. Do it. Is anything coming out? I don't see anything. Yeah, shake it a little bit. <laughs> just shake the Twinkie. Yeah, come on out. Shake the Twinkie. Something <laughs> might come out. Nothing's coming out of it. Oh, it's geez. not going anywhere. Oh. Give me a massage. It. <laughs> I feel like I am. Did the Twinkie have whiskey earlier? Aw. No, I'm just destroying this Twinkie oh, so badly. No. I swear, this never happens. You broke the Twinkie. <laughs> Poor um, Twinkie. My conclusion of eating this... Is now? It sucks. <laughs> Minus the cake. This filling sucks. It's like what I expected. Yeah, I don't... I, I never got why Twinkies are so big i feel like i've also just developed an intolerance for sweets at this point mm. like i cannot do as much sweet i feel like maybe if i was younger if i tried this i might have i might have liked it more yeah still i just i think maybe you have to be introduced to it when you're young yeah it's one of those things where it's but it, it makes its money on that nostalgia mm. i just want the cake like can we just say fuck the filling yeah we can all say we let's all say it right now one two three fuck, fuck the, the filling. filling there we go yeah can beautiful. we just get, like, a sponge cake for next week? Yeah. Because that would be nice. That's what we all want right now is a sponge cake. Yeah, let's get a sponge cake. What's a sponge cake? It's what this is without the filling. It's great. Have you ever had a sponge cake? I never really got to do too many, like, sweets or, like, things. Like, what you guys know is over this past few years of knowing Tony, I've tried cereals that I never had before because I never had Cocoa Puffs, Cocoa Pebbles. I never had. The only thing I ever had was Captain Crunch. Um, honey nut oats and uh, wheat, uh, the little wheat thin, not nah, like little wheats, the wheat, wheat, mini wheats, wheaties, frosted, yeah, mini frosted, wheats. frosted mini wheats. Those I are like the only I, ones. I like frosted mini wheats. I like the blueberry frosted mini wheats. Mm. I, I like never had um, those. I like to just eat them with my hands dry. Oh. I don't like them wet. Duh, you're weird wet. You don't like them wet. You oh, like them dry? I, I, I like them wet. I like them a little damp. I mean, they they, they might go down better. It's nice to have a little moisture. Always, Doing always nice winking. to have a little more. That's why they sell them in tubes. That's why they sell them in tubes? Are they protected? Hopefully. I don't know if it's so much a tube as a shaft. Mm. No, that's what it goes on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, Kimmy, you got music, right? Yeah, I have a song. It's an older song, actually. Um, hey, you brought a song to share with us this week? Let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> Come on, let's get it over with. Since legally we can't play the songs, we have music without music. Music without music? Um, the song is Sunday Mornings. Um, it's You Are the Best Thing by Ray LaMontage. LaMontagne. LaMontagne. Ray LaMontagne. Like I said, bad with names. But um, I've been doing, there's a Sunday morning playlist that I play, yeah. and it just puts me in the best mood, and, like, this is one of the songs recently that I was just, like, it became, like, the song of the week for me. Oh, nice. So I was just, like, every morning I was getting started with this song, getting a little groovy. No, it's older, and probably a lot more people probably know it, but maybe. I shouldn't have I that. don't think I've ever heard it before, so. Well, shit. A brick and call me Bessie. I was gonna go with a different way of things of that, but that's what came out. Can I call you Bessie apart from shitting a brick? I mean, you have to shit a brick to call me Bessie. Okay. 
So unless you shit a brick, you can't call me Bessie. I will now be playing the video. Explain what, uh, though, a little bit with music, with that music, for if anyone doesn't know. You're right. Uh, so, basically, we don't get to play a lot of the song. No. Uh, due to copyright laws. That's right. Um, so we will be starting the video. Yep. Uh, at some point, the music will cut out. If you'd like to play the game at home, I will be lining it up. I will say one, mm -hmm. two, three, and then push the button. Yes. On the, on the count, the fourth count, the fourth beat mm. of the measure. Mm. And we'll be doing that. This is Ray LaMontagne, You Are the Best Thing. One, two, three, now. Oh, I love this already. I, I like the beginning, and it had to remind me of a different song at first. That's well, a little soulful, I like it. This also reminds me of something that would have been in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. It's got kind of like a, it, like you said, soul, like some jazz. It's like classic soul. Mm -hmm. And you have that like guitar right there, that just kind of, I don't know. This makes me want to listen to Move On Up by Curtis Mayfield. And his yeah. voice that he just came in is soothing. Also he starts off soul. saying, yeah. baby, baby, he's seducing you. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he's saying you're the best thing. It's funny because I bet Tommy's reading the lyrics because I gave him a lyrical video to play. Yeah, I'm looking at the lyrics and it's making it impossible to focus on anything else. How, how are the lyrics? How do they look? Uh, they are in a nice pink on a black backdrop. Nice. There's a, it's a very interesting font. Old school. Yeah, old school YouTube. Very, no, not even YouTube old school. Like, like, kind of like a 50s cartoon, or, or, or 50s cartoon oh. font. Something I would see in a Tom and Jerry cartoon. One of those weird episodes where it's going to give you a migraine to look at it for too long. I'm focusing more on the song side. Yeah, you guys, I was, I was, you guys have been talking about that, and I'm just like hearing like saying, because it says you're the best thing, and it gives you positivity because he's just... Kimmy, screaming. how did you find this song? Did it did it just come up in a playlist? Or? Spotify, man. Yeah. They, well, there's a Sunday play, playlist because we kept playing the song um, Sunday morning. Well, it's actually... Uh, it's by The Temptations, I believe. But it's like, easy like Sunday morning. That's, That's the Concords. Yeah, the Concords. No, Commodores. The Commodores. Yes. yes. The Commodore 64. Yes. We always got mixed it up, but we found we would always want to play that song on Sunday. And then we found a playlist because of it. And ah. this was one of those on there. They always have different ones. It's always something kind of smooth, jazzy going on. Or this, which is like old school in there. Old school soul. Yeah, get that soul going on. Which I love. You got the guitar that that I can just imagine someone playing in there for some reason. Uh huh. Because it's just the way it's going. It's like someone feeling it. You have like the ladies in the background. This will get you in the mood. It's bumping. It's a good way to start a day. Mm hmm. It's how I started my week, guys. Imagine why I'm such in a good mood week. Because you listen to this song. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Are you feeling better, Tommy, after listening? I am. I'm liking this already. I like to start my mornings with either something like this or just if I feel like I really need to wake up to something really intense. Mm. I'll either do that or for some reason a horror podcast because let's just get spooked at five o'clock in the morning in the darkness. Yeah. Easiest time. But I also like this because it's saying you are the best thing, but it's like you don't have to think. I don't like... Granted, I'm in a relationship, and I can be like, oh, yeah, he's the best thing. That's why I can go with But in the song, I'm, like, thinking, I'm the best thing. So it's like, mm, That's what the yeah. song's saying. You're being yeah. actively told yeah. you're the best yeah. thing. Yeah. Someone you've never met before is saying you're yeah. awesome. I know. It's like a stranger telling you you're awesome instead of Twitter trolls telling you you suck. Are you having problems on Twitter? No, I just, I always read, like, negative things on Twitter and yeah. Facebook. Why? Because that's all we cover nowadays in the news. Yeah. But... 
No, this is a nice positive way to start a day. Like the little jams that they have, the drum that's kind of in there. It's a nice positive way to end a podcast. I know, right, guys? It's a good wrap-up. Yeah. Let's play this as a wrap-up to every show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just remember that they're the best thing. However many seconds we're allowed to play before copyright kicks in, let's play that at the end of every episode. Yeah, But right. it will, it'll be like eight more seconds past where it was last week. Mm. I like that fade out that just kind of goes. Yeah, over to me. over like 12 episodes, they're going to hear the whole song. Oh, it'll take more oh, than that. Oh, that'd be beautiful. It's a four-minute song, man. That's <laughs> true. Oh, wow. I think we're putting Samuel to sleep. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm losing my energy. That song know, was supposed to pump you up, not make you tired. Well, but we're almost to the end of the show. He's not normally up this late. That's true. It is 7 o'clock at night. have been here a little a little too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess he should get his beauty sleep. You can't look that good on no sleep. Well, you know what God I have to needs it. You know what I have to do before I sleep, though, is to listen, subscribe, and rate, and friends on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher and tune in. You just have to search Radio Misfits to do that. Though. Oh, thank God. Thanks. Thank you so much for telling me that. I had no idea how. To be honest, this is why I, I will admit for a long time I couldn't find us on Spotify where I listen to everything because I wasn't searching Radio Misfits. Yeah, I did the same thing. I'm so sorry. I'm yawning, guys. Well, let's give our special thanks out to executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is. Hippo, spelled backwards, O-P-P-I-H, shows.com. Tony Lasano, a.k.a. A.k.a. The Hot Crotch. The, a.k.a. The Hot Crotch. Like the Hot Crotch of Chicago. Oh, woof. I don't know if you would want to be known as the Hot Crotch of the Chicago. Makes him sound like he goes around and uses it. He's the hottest crotch in Chicago. Gotcha. And, and who else are we giving a big special thanks to? I want to give one to Ed Silla. Can I do that? Yeah, of course. Can I? May I please? Oh, Mother, may I? Uh, he uh, distributes us. He's our distributor. Um, he's with Radio Misfits because Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Guess where? I'll tell you where. Radiomisfits.com. That was an amazing sell. I love that. That was great. You did. You killed it, man. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. Ed Perfect will improv. Love that. Ed Silla is like crying right now. He's so proud. You're welcome, Ed. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Thank you all for sticking with yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks for sticking around to the end. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. The preceding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opi Productions. Tony, can you shut up? A new exhibit from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Stay tuned. Rock on TV. Artifacts from the Jackson 5, Sonny and Cher, Elvis, Cindy Lauper, ZZ Top, Eric Clapton, and more. Now at the Museum of Broadcast Communications, 360 North State Street, Chicago. From Bandstand to Gaga, let's rock on TV. For info and tickets, visit museum.tv. If you're a fan of the English Premier League, you'll want to check out Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. As you can hear by his accent, Adam is from England originally. Chelsea fan, if you must know. And he's also an expert in soccer tactics and methods. He's the director of coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. So obviously, he has some incredible insights into the game. Tune in every week. We're on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. A Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show. And because it's soccer, we never use our hands. RadioMisfits.com. All, All right, right, so promo. this is a promo. Yeah. Everyone's involved, including Tommy.
Yay. Really? Especially Tommy. Podcasting from Chicago, an Opie production for the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Lasano and Friends. Hey, I'm Tony Lasano. Hi, I'm Chris Sway. Hi, I'm Kimmy Spoon. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Evie Olson. Hey, Michael Gray back here. And we have an exciting show this week. What do we have on this week? Too much Star Wars. Too much Disney. Not enough Star Wars. <laughs> Chris comes back from? Not here. Find out where. And gets pooped on. Sam goes to? Train land. Tommy talks about? Pooping on Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that and more on the next Losano and Friends. An OPI show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, where Great Talk Radio isn't dead, it's just moved to a better place. I'm sick of Marvel, I'm sick of Star Wars, I'm sick of it. That's the whole promo. I'm done! <laughs> I'm out of here! I can't talk about it anymore! Radio Misfits.com <laughs>